Mini Music Rank on. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Yeah, hey, Kirk, how you doing? I'm great. You're doing better. I've got so much energy. You are wired as fuck. I'm faking it a little, but I did drink a bunch of cold brew coffee right before we started recording. Like, literally right before I entered your place. And it's 8 o'clock on a weekday night. That's insanity. But this is, I mean, I'm not going to sleep tonight now. Yeah. But these are the sacrifices that I make for our podcast, because I needed energy. Yeah. I didn't want to be all, I was feeling kind of low-key. Yeah. And I drank, you know, I drank some cold brew about an hour ago, and then yeah. I and I drank some more just now. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. You're very delete on that. Yeah. I didn't know you had some an hour ago, and then what made you go, you know what, I need a little more? Because I, I just want to make sure I don't droop in the middle of this <laughs> thing. <laughs> How so late? I just polished off what I had. Wow. How late will you stay up to tonight? Do you think? Uh, 2 or 3 a.m. Oh, my God, Paul, on a weekday. <laughs> We're not like, I'm a 20s. freelancer. I'm a freelancer. I make my own hours. That's and true. And this is, I sacrifice to make the show good. And also, don't judge me, because we're in fucking Hollywood right now. And you know what everyone else in this town would do were they in my situation? Cocaine? Cocaine. Yeah. So, if yeah. I'm drinking some black coffee, then let me do yeah, it. Yeah, you're let actually being healthy. I don't do drugs. Yeah. I don't do drugs. Uh, well, caffeine is a drug. But you know what I'm saying. But it's a cool drug for That's cool right. people. Yeah. Um, and we're also sponsored by... Unnamed seltzer brands. Yay. But which we mango. are changing it up this week. We're doing mango. Doing mango. Right. usually do the lime test. My faves. But, you know, we're not we're not slaves to one flaves. No. <laughs> There's the title. There's the title. Wow. Paul on coffee is delightful. We're not slaves to the faves. Yeah. I'm never going to forget that. And I actually prefer mango. I buy lime for you, buddy. A lime's better. That's I why. know it's your favorite. Yeah. Um... Now it's time for Kirk's Rex. Yes. And I've also got a Rex. So we're going to go back and forth because I have two. Yeah. Uh, Hit me with the first one. The first one, a little late to this party, mm-hmm. but happy that I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maneskin. I have no idea was that what that word was. Maneskin. Maneskin. Mm-hmm. Now, it took me a while because I was like, how is it pronounced? It's that Italian band... That won the Eurovision contest. Oh, I heard something about that. Sure. Yeah, and they—it looks like it's—it looks like it's man's main skin. Mm-hmm. But I just right before I got here, I looked it up, and it's Maneskin or Manaskin. Mm-hmm. And it's an Italian band, but the name is Danish, meaning moonlight. Oh. And you know their songs because there's only like two songs, but one of them is all over social media. It's the song "Begging." Oh, right. Yeah, which is a cover of an old, like, yeah. yeah. It's killer. And then they have this next song, Because I Want to Be Your Slave. Mm -hmm. They are so good. They're like this... They're like glam rock, Mm -hmm. but they're really tight. And they're really fucking like, we're really cool. We're we're nerds, but we're glam rock cool. Mm -hmm. And they're really kind of fucking sexy. In their in their attitude, I saw them on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, they fucking killed it. They're really good live. There's a great drummer, the bassist. She's amazing. The lead singer is just like exudes sex. Mm-hmm. The guitars, they all play their role and they all play it well. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there going, well, I can't believe I like this glam rock band Maneskin. <laughs> it's so weird. I, I wish great. you brought it up a few weeks ago when Isabel was here because being. From Europe, she loves Eurovision. 
Oh, she would have yeah. loved to talk. I, I'm sure she would have had more to say about Maneskin yeah. than I do, which is really nothing. <laughs> yeah, I just and it was one of those things where I was like, oh, they did the Begin song, which yeah. has been on TikTok for months. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, what's this? I want to be your slave. This is even better. Yeah, uh, it's funny because didn't ABBA win Eurovision? I think I think they did. Yeah. yeah, most Eurovision winners, I don't think, become big pop stars. No, which so is like the song will be a hit for that year. Yeah, yeah. but I think. Uh, well, obviously, Maneskin's way fucking better than ABBA. That's 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 not me. That's the world saying that. Well, don't include me with the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of the world. <laughs> I'm, part I'm of not. I don't say that. There, I think Roxette might have been. Uh, no, they weren't. It. They were yeah. not, or now Ace of Base. Did Ace of Base win? I don't know about that. Oh, that's okay. the only other thing I know from Eurovision was the epic sax guy from like ten or eleven years ago became a meme. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude who was, like, wearing the glasses and yes. had, like, a toy saxophone. Yes. Because Eurovision's all lip-synced to a recording. Oh, and I didn't know that. That's just how they do things in Europe. That's fine. They're not, like, top of the pop. Yeah. So they would always have, you know... Well, we did it with bandstands. So. Yeah. Um, but that just sort of became a social media meme a long time ago. It was, like, a snippet of the performance by the band from Moldova that year. <laughs> yeah. Where this guy was just playing the sax part... But he was super into it. And he was <laughs> oh, wearing like shit, yes. like, like gas station sunglasses and high tops. Yes. And he was just like rocking that <laughs> sax. Oh, but he wasn't really playing. Eurovision's that. weird. It's very weird. It's very weird. I watched it with Isabel one year and it's 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 very European. It's very Europop. Could you sit through it? Or it's like, this is fun. Or were you like, okay. I on. did, but I didn't. I actually, I watched it with Isabel and our old friend Becky, oh, who we yeah. used to work with. Yeah. I met Isabel through Becky. So I was watching it with two British girls who grew up watching yeah. Eurovision every year. And for them, it was like a tradition that yeah. they had throughout their lives. So there's like a, a lot of nostalgia mm -hmm. there for them and a lot of comfort. And for me, it was just like, this, it's weird <laughs> as hell. It's weird as hell. <laughs> Europeans are and weird. And the music is terrible. It's oh, terrible yeah. music. It's terrible. It's always bad. That's why I'm like, yeah. Manisian, I was so impressed. They're fucking great. Yeah, yeah. It, Italian glam rock band. But I enjoyed it because it's, it's it's Europop, so it's super kitschy. Yeah. Which, I like kitsch. So, yeah, on, on that level, I liked it. Musically, big no thanks. Yeah. But kitsch value is high, so. That's fine. Yeah. Really yeah. Uh, okay, my wreck, and it's not a full wreck because I haven't finished it yet, mm -hmm. but I've been watching on Apple TV Plus this documentary miniseries, 1971, The Year That Changed Music. I watched... The first episode, and that's it. Okay. And I loved it. I just never got back to it yet. Yeah, I'm... Yeah. I... It's good. Yeah. It's also depressing. That's the thing why I stopped at the first one. I was like, oh boy. And it's depressing for textual reasons and subtextual reasons. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, like, you saw the first episode, so you know... Like, it starts off talking about Marvin Gaye making What's Going On. Yeah, which is great. And 1971 was very bleak. Oh, God, yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's it's post the 60s, so all the the dream of the 60s is dead. Yes. It's basically talking about, like, the Flower Children era is over. Yep. The Beatles have broken up. Yep. But Vietnam is still going on. Still happening, still at war. Uh, and, and, you know, cities are just blighted. Yeah. Uh, they talk a lot about, um, like, they present inner city, uh, Inner City Blues, make yes. me want to holler. Yeah, make me want to holler. 
And I think they, if I remember right, the lyrics are on screen. Or maybe yes, I was they just are. hearing No, them. they're on screen. But everything that Marvin Gaye sings about is so, like, high-key applicable to everything now. Yeah. <laughs> like, Terrible. Inflation. Yeah. Uh, rich people going to the moon while yeah. people can't afford to go to the doctor yeah. in the inner city. Like, it's all the same shit. And that was depressing. Definitely. Just seeing, like, they're talking about 1971. But it's now. Yeah. It's not like you can look at this and go, oh boy, things sucked back then, yeah. huh? Thank God we're here in 2022 living the dream. And then in the second episode, they get into Altamont, which was oh, even more yeah. like, yeah, like oh, it was supposed wow. to be like Woodstock 2. Yeah. And then it was, you know, oh no, there were just fights and people got killed. And yeah. It just, it's just so bleak. Wow. 1971 was fucking bleak, It's a man. rough fucking year. And then the other reason it's depressing is... You know, whether or not you're talking about the, the Flower Children era or, you know, John Lennon is talking about being politically active. This is this is the height of boomer youth still. Yeah, they're still young. And they're young people and they're the ones who are activists and they're the mm-hmm. ones who are taken to the streets. And even more than my generation or generations, they are like out there and active. Mm-hmm. But... but now, we just know in hindsight, it's like the boomers fucking squandered all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Then the 80s came and they're like, let's make some. Then they, yeah, we know they're going to become yuppies, right? Yeah. Jerry Rubin's going to become some fucking Wall Street yeah. sellout. And like viewing it from hindsight, knowing how hard all these people are going to sell out. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, just adds to the bleakness yeah oh wow it's like oh th- this is just fashion for them yeah. they, they don't have the courage of their convictions yes yeah. things change quickly. marvin Gaye. i'm not gonna paint marvin Gaye with that brush um thank god he and john lennon both died before they could <laughs> sell out too hard well marvin Gaye was beating his dad yeah <laughs> so it's a little they're both they're yeah. both in 1980 and 1984 i mean i guess marvin had a little time to sell out and he did make sexual healing which is great but it's a sell yeah and uh, and John Lennon, you know, he probably would have become a yuppie. He, he probably would, would have gone so hard into like eighties, like yeah, you know what I mean. He would have he would have done some shit, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, Paul, Paul McCartney does. He... But but Paul was sort of always a sellout. Like he was never that. Oh, interesting. He was never that button. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I he get was, what you're saying. John John is the one who's like I maintain that John was always just a trend whore. <laughs> so I really believe like I. He was in it because it was fashionable then. And I believe yeah. if he had survived into the 80s, he would have been, you know, part of the fucking me generation. Yeah. And so, but that's all conjecture. But, but, so the documentary is great. Yeah. The music is great. But a lot of that is, is bleak. Although once you get a few episodes in, it stops focusing on that so much. And they start talking about like T-Rex and, oh. and. The coming of David Bowie and early glam oh, rock and how that's interesting. And, and it talks about how like that could because the music of the 60s is no longer for the youth. If you're talking about like tweens and teeny boppers, mm-hmm. they want something different from what their older siblings listen yeah. to. So they're the ones who key into Bowie and Mark oh, Bolin and yeah. like Alice Cooper. And that begins like that sort of sea change. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hell yeah. You're like, I'm on board now. I'm on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many episodes it is? I think it's eight. Okay. And yeah. I've, I've seen about half of it. Right. So I can't speak to the whole thing. Yes. But it's it's well worth watching. I I stopped after the first one. Mm-hmm. Not like I'm not I'm never going back. It was yeah. just like I, I need a break. And that break has been extended months. <laughs> yeah. 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 It took me a while to get to it. But yeah. I'm, 
been watching a lot of TV. My yeah. New Year's my New Year's resolution for 2022 was watch way more TV. <laughs> I think I said. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> um, and I'm doing it. You're killing I've, it. I've stuck with this resolution more than any resolution I've ever given myself. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. I have one more rec. Yeah. It's gonna, it's uh, it's another documentary. Mm-hmm. Except completely different. It's the Janet Jackson documentary. I'm aware of this, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I It's on Lifetime, I believe. But then it's going to stream, I'm sure. Yeah. Somewhere and stuff. It's a, it's four parts, basically four hours. Mm-hmm. It's very good, obviously because Janet is on board and produced it. It's going to skew for her positive, opinion. yeah. But it's great. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff that obviously a lot of stuff you know that I knew. A lot of stuff you're like, oh shit! Like she was like, I didn't want to be on Fame. My dad made me be on Fame, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit! I thought you just wanted a gig because yeah. you were acting. She's like, no, didn't want to be on Fame. She was apparently she wanted to go to Pepperdine mm-hmm. School up in Malibu and and just be like do like business law or something. Oh, and she even says there's a clip of her on Dick Clark, where uh, he's being all Dick Clarky and uh, she's like, "What do you see? We see for your future." And she's like, "Well, I'm hoping to go to Pepperdine soon and, and do oh. stuff there." Yeah. She never did, of course. Yeah, but uh, there's real interesting. Hey, it's stuff. never too late, Janet. It's never too late. <laughs> hey, you're you're in your fifties. You could do it now. Yeah. Become business law. But she's, um, some of the other interesting stuff was like, everyone would ask her, even at her height, but like, hey, what's Michael doing? Mm-hmm. Everybody. And she'd always have this look on her face like, you're going to fucking ask me this question again? Yeah. So there's a super cut of like interviewers asking her about Michael, like even Dick Clark. Fucking Adam, do you remember Adam Curry from MTV? Of course. Oh. And he used to host America's Top 40 yeah. for a while too, yeah. He was like, final question, Janet. Have you seen Michael's uh, hyperbolic <laughs> chamber? And she's just like, no. Yeah. No. And you're like, oh, God, dude. And then there's even like fans rushing up to her car going, I love you. I love you. How's Michael? Yeah. And she's just like, he's fine. And you're just like, wow, that's kind of, that kind of got to take a toll. It does. But also, if you see a buddy of yours at the supermarket who you haven't seen <laughs> in a couple of years, and you also know your buddy's brother... You might be like, what's your brother's name? Brian. Oh, Brian. Brian. So, like, if I hadn't had, if I knew your brother and had hung out with both of you or something, and I like saw you somewhere, I'd be like, oh, and how's Brian? You know, like, I think it, that's different. On a certain level, it's it's something you reflexively do anyway. And if you're talking to a famous person whose brother is the most famous person, yeah, it's almost like polite, or you, I would feel compelled almost to be like, oh, how's your brother? Why? I would be like, I love you, Janet. Thank you, goodbye. <laughs> That's all you need to do. You and I would be because we prefer Janet. Yes. Because we love us I'm just giving the benefit of the doubt to some of them. No, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Talk about Janet. When you want to see Michael talk and about And also, Michael. is it pre-control where it's like, oh, you're on fame. It was Great. Uh, Rhythm Nation. Okay, yeah. And uh, they talk a lot about Rhythm Nation and yeah. how fucking huge that album was. Yeah. And that, like, she... Once that album... Uh, finished and the tour finished and it was a hugely successful tour she like went to virgin records for like an ungodly amount of money Mm -hmm. and virgin's like can't wait to see that new album she's like yeah i'm gonna do poetic justice first and they're like oh shit (laughs) which is a great movie and had a hit from it but yeah there's a lot of good stuff in it um they talk about her marriages and stuff and how like she kept it all secret right 
All of them. Oh, Tito gets interviewed. Looks fantastic. Okay. Randy looks great. Reby. Reby Jackson's in Reby's it? Reby's in it. Looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then no one else is in it. Did they talk to Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis? Oh, I'm sorry. For the family. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis are in it a lot. Okay. <clears throat> and they're great. Yeah. And they're like, she's our little sister. We wouldn't be anywhere without her. Yeah. It's a collaboration yeah. for the ages. Uh, but there's no Jermaine. There's no There's no Jackie. There's no Marlon. Okay. They don't talk at all. Yeah. Um, but the, Janet does say, like, yeah, uh, my father, who she called Joe, like, even to his face. Yeah. It's like, hey, Joe. Uh, there's clips of that. She was like, yeah, he was really hard, but without him, none of this would have happened. She's like, none. Yeah. Absolutely none. So we owe him that. Right. But also, if none of it had ever happened, they'd probably all be better off, healthier people. Yeah, but they wouldn't be famous. <laughs> well, <laughs> but Paul, pick your poison. Right, right. You want to be normal and happy or famous and miserable? Normal and happy. Famous and miserable. <laughs> here's here's my question. Because Janet Jackson, as much as I like Janet, mm-hmm. has always been kind of a cipher. Like, I don't have any sense of, like, Janet Jackson's personality. Like, I can sort of picture her voice, but she's always just kind of like... She's you know, very like, soft. Yeah. yeah hey. Like... Not really giving you anything. So, in a documentary that's focused on her, like, how is she compelling? Is she interesting? Does she seem smart? What's yes, she seems smart and she yeah. seems pretty composed. And that, like, you know, I've seen some shit, mm-hmm. but I've grown out of it. She does like is self aware enough to be like, I always like. She's like, I my relationships are always shitty. Yeah, she's like I pick the wrong guys. I pick like the drug addict. Or I pick the control freak. Or I pick the guy that's been cheating on me. I was going to say, hey, Janet, I'm not a drug addict. But then you said control freak. And I'm like, nah, she yeah. didn't like <laughs> Couldn't have it. So she's pretty self-aware. There's one good, there's one great clip where you're like, wow, Janet, is um, they're recording Rhythm Nation. And I think they're recording a song that's not even on the album. Mm-hmm. And she's getting annoyed with Jimmy Jam. Because Jimmy Jam's like, go in there and give me some energy. Give me something. Yeah. Give me, give me like how you did like a uh, control. Like, give me that energy. And she's like, okay, fine, I'll do it, I'll do it. And she gets in, and then they cut to Jimmy and Jam and Terry Lewis and outside of the studio at the board, and uh, they're whispering and they're laughing. And she stops. She's like, what are you laughing at? Mm-hmm. What are you? La- I'm sitting here doing take after take. What are you laughing at? And he's like, don't worry about us. Just do your stuff. And there's a little bit of a dip. She's like, no, no, no. I'm not here for you to laugh at me. I'm out. And she Ooh, walks out. Yeah. And you're like, wow, Janet. But they said that it was more like a brotherly thing. It's just brothers. Well, yeah. And also, like, how when, when was she born? 69, 70? She is three years older than me, so she's oh, like okay. 67, 68. 67. So when she's doing Rhythm Nation, she's 22, yeah. maybe? Yeah. yeah. So she's still a kid. Yeah, she's still way young. But yeah. she's she was a little like, I'm not having this. That you're like, even though they're probably even though her like, older brothers all used to laugh at her, you know? Fucking Michael right. used to like call her like a cow. Yeah. Where she's just like, no, you can't do that. Well, because, I mean, it, it stands to reason because his whole thing is he was the baby and all the other, his brothers in the Jacksons would pick on him. Oh, and, yeah, they picked him yeah. for his acne or like, you're ugly. Right. So now he's got yeah. one of his younger siblings around to yeah. kick around. So Yeah. It's, it's a really good, interesting documentary. Yeah. They talk about Scream and she's like... The interviewer's oh, like, God. was it really fun to do the video with her scream? And there's a long pause. She goes, it was really hard. Yeah. And it's kind of left it at that. Like, this yeah. was not fun. 
And not worth it because it's uh, it's a shitty song and a shitty video. A shitty video. Is it still the most expensive yes. video ever made? She and it even looks said like it. garbage. And she's like, I was supposed to be there. She's like, I was supposed to be there like three days. It was there like ten. Really? It was so. She's like, I only work with Michael on that one dance thing. Yeah. And she's like, it wasn't. It wasn't fun. She's like, it wasn't fun at all. It just got out of control and not cool. And yeah. You're like, yeah, and it sucks. Yeah, and it's the worst of just like the mid nineties. Yeah. Everything's expensive and not worth it. I remember, not to get too on too much of a tangent, but I remember about that video. It was supposed to be so expensive. Yeah. And they had those things that were like a popular toy at the time. Those little balls that looked like landmines mm-hmm. that would just sort of vibrate. Yeah. And that's all they did. And they had those in the music video, like painted silver. And like Michael's dancing and they've got a couple of those little balls there that you buy at fucking Toys R Us. And I'm like... Where is the money in the most expensive? Yeah. Where did it go? Where did it go? <laughs> the computer effects look lame. Yeah. And they've just got these little vibrating balls that they bought yeah. at Toys R Us. Even at the time, you're watching it going, huh. Yeah. No. It's okay. It did not, it's not that thing where, wow, that blew us away yeah. uh, at the time. But now looking back, it looks like crap. No. In 1995, it was like, this sucks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's kind of, you should get kind of tell She kind of disowned the whole thing. Like, yeah. yeah. It wasn't great. It wasn't really, really my thing. So. Yeah. But I highly recommend the documentary. If you're a Janet fan, I am. Yes. I don't know where to watch it, but I'll have to find out and go look for yeah, it. Yeah, it's on Lifetime, so that's how we saw it. Yeah, and I just happened to be like, "Oh shit, this is on right now." And I just lucked out. If you're listening to this and and like me, you don't have cable, you don't have something to access. Don't subscribe to anything to get it. Steal it. Download it illegally. Pirate it. That's yeah. that's the music reg on official record. One hundred percent. Janet will be fine if you do that. Yes, she told me. Go ahead and steal it. Yes, one hundred percent. I'm yeah. down with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thanks. Those sound like good wrecks. Good stuffs. But now let's get to the music trivia quiz. This, of course, is the part of the mini-episode when Kirk and I ask each other questions from the music scene, the expansion pack, to the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, so all the questions are about music from before 1985, which means it's pretty hard. Pretty fucking hard. And this is a big one. This is the biggie. Because Kirk has a five-game streak. Five-game streak. Uh, so you're going for your sixth win in a tie. row, yes. Which would tie my record yes. and win you your fourth yes. bag of brand named, not to be mentioned, mm. peanut chocolate yes. candies. Yes. Right now, you are Jordan. I am LeBron. I'm Jordan, and you're Pippin. <laughs> no, because Pippin won six. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm trying to get my six by any means necessary. Number oh, eight. you're talking about like number of games? Number number of titles. Okay, I don't... Now yeah. you've gone beyond my... Too much now? Yeah. Too much. Okay. I know who Michael Jordan is. Yeah. I know who LeBron James is. I know Scottie Pippen played with Jordan. Yes. That's all I That's know. all. You're good. Yeah. You solved it. Uh, but yeah, this will be... your will be a big one. If you win. If. If not... You will tie my record. Yeah, I'm ready. I don't want that to happen. No, you don't. I have been drawing difficult cards. You've been getting into some shitty shit. I'm hoping that my Your streak, is... streak of bad luck will end tonight and I will stop you. But if I win, I still don't get candy. No. I just prevent you from getting candy. Which is still important. Very important. Yes. But because you're defending... You ask me questions first. Yes, I'll take from here. Well, you can choose your card and I'll... Yeah, yeah I'll do this. So I'm going to give this to... No, t- no, you choose it, actually. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Here, sorry. Uh, we got a little muddled here. Yes, been a bit. I'll choose this card. I will take this card. God, I hope it's easy. By the way, 
On an aside, this yeah. mango sparkling water is delightful. I know. It's really good. This brand is really good. They've mm. got a lot of flavors, a lot of good flavors, mm. but we're not going to say no. what brand it is. No. You could probably assume, but we're not going to tell you. Get If you see any... If you're... Local supermarket has a their store brand of mango seltzer. Get that. Don't yes. pay for no the brand if don't be like LA douchebags like us. Yeah. Well I go across the street where they don't have their own brand, so I buy this. It's anyway, here we go. Cover notes. Yeah. Who sold out Shea Stadium faster? The Beatles or Grand Funk Railroad? <laughs> Grand Funk Railroad. Correct. I didn't want that to be correct. I mean, but why would they ask it? Why would they ask it unless it's Grand Funk Railroad? Yeah. So, uh, Mom, what song claims, quote, there's a land that I heard of once in a lullaby? What song claims. Over the Rainbow. Correct. This could be a good one for years. 50s. Who admitted, quote, the only Maybelline I ever knew was the name of a cow? Chuck Berry. These are some bullshit questions. (laughs) You are at par already. Yeah. 60s. What dance do Joey D and the Starlighters say you could learn on 45th Street? I don't know what any of those words mean. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Joey D and the... The Pelican. Oh, the peppermint twist. Oh, okay. I've heard of that, but I don't like know yes. it. That's okay. You're at three, and this is going about to be your fourth. Okay. After Beatles, mm-hmm. what's such a lonely word to Billy Joel? What's such a lonely word to mm-hmm. Billy Joel? Such a lonely word. think i should know it <laughs> i think you should know it i think you think i know billy joel better than i do <laughs> i mean he was one of our firsts yeah uh such a word piano <laughs> honesty I have no fucking you idea. You don't know this word, the song Honesty? It was a hit. Oh, that's the name of the song? Honesty. Never heard of it. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's why I thought, because it was, I mean, it wasn't even, it's not even a deep cut. Yeah. Honesty. I don't love, like, Billy Joel so, that it's much. It's not a good song. <laughs> okay. It's not good. Oh, okay. Honesty is such a lonely word. Everything seems so untrue. Yeah. I had no clue, but you made it seem like I should know, so I thought about <laughs> Maybe it for some longer psychology. Yeah. All right. So you're still at four. Last yeah. one. Anything goes. Uh, what notes a major third above C? A major third? Yes. E? Correct! Yeah. yeah. Did you kind of know that and had to think about it, or were you guessing? Kind of knew it and had to think about it. Okay, yeah. nice. You got four. Wait. Four. Yeah, four. Yeah, you said the Billy Joel was going to be four, I but yes. then it wasn't. Yes. Yeah. Oh boy, I got uh, I got my work cut out for me here. Forced. That's a perfect example of control freak. Uh, that's a perfect example of getting the right card. That was a good card. Paul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm four. I'm, I'm okay with four. But like, that's great. You could. You, you never could, know. I mean, we didn't discuss the. There's always a, the possibility of a tie. Yes, very true. So I'm going to. But you need five to win. I need candy. five to get me them candies. That's yeah. going to be tough. 
But you know, the la- the past couple, you got like five and yeah. six. And been on a good tear, but we'll see. What's the only Buddy Holly song recorded by the Beatles? And I'm not looking at the card because I believe I know the answer without looking. Hmm. Hmm. Um. God, of course, now I'm only blanking and only thinking of one song, and I'm like, that's not it. Hmm. Say it again. What's the only song? What's the only Buddy Holly song recorded by the Beatles? Okay. Um, oh my God, I'm blanking and only thinking one song. And I know there's at least three that I can. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Buddy Holly recorded at least three <laughs> songs. At least three songs. Yeah. God damn it. Let me. Um... No. Oh, all these other songs are popping into my head that are not Buddy Holly. <laughs> God damn it. I'm spiraling. Ironic that you took your glasses off to think about it. <laughs> did. <laughs> um, oh, uh, Peggy Sue. No, I believe it is my favorite Buddy Holly song, Words of Love. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. Okay. Yes. I, Words of I, I Love. Okay. I, knew, I didn't think that you would, okay. which is why you were k- killing yourself. What I'm the like, fuck are the other... Buddy Holly songs, the big hits. Peggy Sue, uh, the uh, the rest of them. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Uh, uh, now I can only think yeah, of Peggy not Sue like, wait, and Words that, of Love. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God damn it, that's okay. I got it wrong. Uh, what NBC orchestra leader called himself a Democrat in life but an aristocrat in music? Doc Severinsen. Arturo Toscan Toscanini. Arturo Don't know who that Toscanini. is. Did I already lose? Uh, you have a chance to tie if you get all of the rest of the not, questions. But I'm right. not getting them candies. Unless, well, we'll see what happens with the tie. But right, Oof. 1950s. What Frank Sinatra number about not holding back enlivens the movie "The Joker Is Wild"? <sighs> about not holding back. My way. All the way. I don't even know what that is. Neither do I. And I'm sorry, Kirk. Your streak uh, has ended. Oh, stuck at five. I don't get to tie. Five. God damn it. I would have been okay if you tied and then lost next time. Yeah. And then we both just had shared the uh, record. But no. And candies are sitting in my way. face. It would go, go really way. good with this mango sparkling water, too. The rest is just an exponential. Let's see if I can get on the board at least. 1960s. What trailblazing bubblegum group uh, stuck Chewy Chewy on the charts? The Hollies. The Ohio Express. God damn it, this card sucks. <laughs> After the Beatles. How does Paul McCartney's love do it in my love? Good. Correct. <laughs> Thank God. Is that just a guess? Or no, I knew that. Okay. Yeah, that's so you have one so far. I'm on the board. Not you didn't get shut out. Nope. And finally, anything goes. What prized possession of Arturo Toscanini was more than 18 inches long and about a quarter inch in diameter? His thick penis. <laughs> yes. Correct. <laughs> hey, I won! 18 uh, inches. Well, I can't really his, do that. Uh, his baton. His baton. Yes. Ugh. Boo. Trivia pursuit. One Boo. out of six. You profoundly did not... <laughs> 
extend your streak. No, I shit the bet on that. Uh, yes, you got the card that I would have drawn yeah. in the previous weeks. Wow. Well, we're back at zero now. I couldn't be happier right now. There's always <laughs> a feeling of relief. You're just like, I can, okay, I can breathe. I can just kind of like shake it off. Right. I'm back at zero. I mean, if, next time I get candy, he's still going to, if even if I win the next three in a row, that's still weeks and weeks away. Yes. But, you know. Yeah. It's a little bit closer now. Possibly. In some ways. And you didn't tie my record. So. In some ways, blocking can be almost as good as winning the candy. Yeah. 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 I don't, you know, I feel a little guilty, but. You'll get over it. I'll get over it. <laughs> but that's it for the mini episode. Bye. Bye.